You're listening to Manifest with Sarah Prout, and that's exactly what we're going to do together. I'm a best-selling author and a manifestation and law of attraction expert. I've been teaching manifestation now for well over a decade, and I've inspired millions of people all over the world on topics and themes such as emotional empowerment, intuitive wisdom, and heart-based healing. So each week, I'll deliver you a brand new dose of inspiration and motivation to remind you that you have the power to create your own reality. Let's connect with the universe, activate the law of attraction, and manifest your dreams. Thank you so much for being here with me right now. Let's get started. Hello there, and welcome back to today's episode of Manifest Your Best Life. It's always a pleasure to be here with you and to discuss many of the ways in which you can manifest your best life, which is the title of the show. (laughs) So it goes without saying that that's the intention for this time together, that we get to examine our intentions. We get to explore how we can exit our comfort zones because so many of us love to stay comfortable instead of going out of that that boundary, that realm of coziness into where apparently the magic happens. And I am yet to find somebody that hasn't achieved something incredible or manifested great transformation in their life unless they have been brave enough to venture out of their comfort zone. So today I'm going to be answering many of your burning questions about manifesting, the law of attraction, spirituality, and some of the other more personal questions that many of you asked me over on Instagram. Because today's episode was really inspired by having a little bit of podcaster's block. (laughs) Now, I have a a folder in which I have so many ideas, but I just didn't feel inspired to record an episode or a theme around those ideas because I didn't feel like it would be relevant to what you guys were asking for. So I always love that almost like a a live element where on the day of recording, I can ask you guys, hey, what do you want to hear about today? And I can sit behind my microphone here and just receive the answers that will hopefully help you through whatever you're currently navigating in life. Because let's face it, it is a very interesting time in history. I don't think any of us have ever been through a global pandemic. And what's fascinating about this time is that there are so many different belief systems emerging. There's a lot of polarization. There's a lot of division. And What we do know as spiritual seekers, as powerful manifestors on this journey, is that you need to rise above fear and embrace love. So I'm going to be diving into some of those questions today of how to specifically navigate this time and what my personal beliefs are and what some of the the tips and tricks and hints that I use to really rise above it and to empower my mindset and to also reduce anxiety because I know there's so many of you out there right now that are experiencing anxiety like never before. So let's dive in to the first question. And the first question here is a really powerful one. 
And what I will do is, even though these questions were asked of me on Instagram, I'm not going to mention the people that ask them because I want to honor their privacy. But if you were one of these people that asked a question, please check this episode because I'm going to be answering maybe around 10 to 15 questions today. And it could be one of yours. And keep in mind, I did receive over 100 responses and I can't possibly answer all of them on this episode, but I'm going to try my best to get through as many as I can. And just remember that even though your question might not get answered, there's probably something of value in there, something that will help to support you on your own journey. So really see it through the the lens and the filter of how you can apply it to your own life. So the first question today is this, how to how can I navigate mental health and manifesting? Now, this is a really powerful topic because so many students that I've worked with over the years have been through different ups and downs with mental health issues. And a reality is many of us will throughout our lifetime go through phases where we might experience depression or anxiety or other, uh, I don't want to use the word uh, imbalances because I feel like mental health is the body's way of balancing out, you know, uh, seasons of stress or seasons of upset. And so what I get a lot of is people asking me the question, Hey, Sarah, I'm going through a phase or a season of depression right now. Am I sabotaging my manifestations? And I love to remind people that you're not, if this is you right now, you're not manifesting from Uh, any different place than you would if you were, you know, going through a season of happiness and celebration and abundance. It works differently because you are always manifesting. And the key thing to remember is that life isn't supposed to just be ups. It's not always supposed to be happy, happy, joy, joy, positivity, rainbow, and unicorns. That is unrealistic. The key thing to remember and to honor is that you are currently going through a season and that the universe is working behind the scenes tirelessly to rearrange all of the emotions, to filter it through to your higher self on behalf of your higher self for what will serve the greatest good on your soul's journey. So trust that your your intentions are manifesting. Trust that regardless of your current mental state, whether you're feeling super depressed or whether you're feeling just kind of neutral and uninspired, that the universe is doing her work and creating her magic behind the scenes on your behalf always. Once you remember that, even if it doesn't feel great, even if it's just a, eh, you know, okay, whatever, (laughs) just take that and just remember that the awareness that you are part of the bigger picture is really important to keep with you, especially when you are going through a tough season. So I hope that helps. Okay, so the next question is another fantastic one. And the question is this, what are the best daily habits to do to be aligned in my manifestations because I'm feeling stuck? So one of the best and most powerful ways that we can get out of our own way is to Practice manifestation habits. Now, you're going to hear me talking a lot more about this in the upcoming few months because I've got a lot to say on the subject and I believe that it is the best way to to, uh, step forward into your future. 
and to feel like you have more control over your life. Now, the key thing that most people overlook is that they they believe that they can just set an intention. Let's say, I want to manifest my soulmate or I want to manifest a new car or a career promotion or a whole bunch of money but they're not willing to take the action. And this is where manifestation habits truly come in because taking inspired action is the best manifestation habit that you can adopt. And so these manifestation habits come in a few different flavors, if you will. The first thing to do is to cultivate a practice of gratitude on a daily basis. Now, there's some incredible science behind the reasons why this is so powerful to do every single day, whether it's morning and night, or you just choose the best flow in your day where you can weave in time to practice appreciation for what you have in your life now, which is key. So make peace with what is, but also to cultivate in your mind's eye gratitude and appreciation for what you can future pace has already manifested. Now, this is something that um, if you haven't done the lion's gate visualization, which is a few episodes back on this podcast, I did it specifically for the lion's gate portal opening on the 8th of the 8th. But you can go back and listen to that visualization anytime you feel like you need to meet up with your future self in your mind's eye and practice that gratitude. Another thing to do is, of course, visualization and meditation. And then the other thing is to make a list. I love lists. I just, I've always loved them. And so when you make a list of the most high impact actions that you can take that will open those doors to new opportunities. So let's just say you want to start studying a new subject, enroll in that course. Let's just say you want to create you know, an additional stream of revenue, join that Facebook group that's um, that's all about how to create a, a passive form of revenue, okay? Or, you know, if you want to go out on a date with that guy, call that guy, bridge that gap between intention to manifestation because forward motion is how things begin to manifest. Okay, so I'm just looking through the questions here and the next one in line is this one. If I'm manifesting money and no money is showing up, am I missing something? Now, this is a fantastic question and one that I get a lot because especially in the law of attraction manifesting space, there's a lot of focus on bringing in money because, you know, money makes the world go round, right? And so when you are so intent on on bringing in that money and you're doing all of the right things, you're doing the manifestation habits, like I just said, you're doing the visualizations, the gratitude practice, the meditation, or you may have even tried my ancient manifesting ritual, which has been used by, I think, close to 100,000 people now. It's one of our best-selling products. So you can go to sarahprout.com forward slash shop if you want to check out the ancient manifesting ritual. And this is a program that imprints your subconscious mind to open up those floodgates to abundance. So if you've done all of the so-called right things like having a citrine crystal or lighting an abundance candle and you think that you're doing all of the right things and the money's still not showing up, then yes, there are things that you can do to troubleshoot the process. And one of the best things to do is actually take action. So if you want to manifest money and you don't have a job, maybe you know, I'm not being facetious here at all. It's just 
the practicality element. Are you putting yourself out there to find work? Are you hustling if you're an entrepreneur to find new clients? Are you uh, contacting new leads if you might be in the network marketing uh, industry? Are you thinking about the extra stuff that you don't need anymore so that you can sell on eBay or Poshmark or any of those other online avenues that can generate abundance? Because here's the thing, even if you take the smallest action, let's just say, and this is just totally imaginary, that you have a pair of earrings that were given to you by somebody and you don't really like them and you're never going to wear them. And the person that gave them to you won't be offended that you resell them, right? You've never worn them. They're brand new. If you sell them on a place like Etsy and Poshmark and you generate money for that, that is a signal from the universe that you are open to receiving money, okay? Even these tiny actions, because sometimes, and I've seen this with my students time and time again, is that we get caught up on perfectionism and thinking that we can second guess the universe and think that we know how the money's going to come into us, right? So it's like, well, I'm manifesting abundance and I know that I'm going to land like a million dollar book deal or a you know, million dollar contract with Netflix or something like that. And it doesn't work that way. Every amount that comes into your reality incrementally is a powerful signal to the universe to send more energy to be reflected back to you. Because remember, the energy that you put out there comes back to you. This is why... I say, if you see a penny on the ground, you pick it up, even if it's dirty, right? And then you say, see a penny, pick it up all day long, you'll have good luck. And so it's important to honor the money because money is energy and cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, uh, you know, whatever cryptocurrency you're currently interested in is energy. Okay. So money is energy. Crypto is energy. Uh, it's all forward motion to investing in your future. You know, a, an acorn grows into an oak tree, right? So it, it's dependent, again, on those small incremental shifts and changes that manifest the bigger outcome. I also want to speak into the concept here of divine timing and that you can do all of the right things. And I mean, down to the letter, you could be, have, well, you could have all of your chakras aligned. You could be the luckiest person on the planet. You could have all the crystals under the sun and still what you want isn't showing up. And the key reason for this is because you are on God's timing. You are on the universe's timing and your higher self is guiding the way. You will receive what you need in perfect divine timing and not a moment sooner. So the more you can release the resistance around that, the better. I've often spoken about the process of either being in resistance or being in flow. So when you're in resistance mode, you're obsessing about the absence of the thing that you want. You're always looking for it. It's like that age old proverb or what old wives tale a watched pot never boils I mean it does but <laughs> you have to be willing to look away so that it can bubble up and that's the thing so if you're creating the resistance if you're doubting if you're always obsessing and looking for proof of your manifestation it's not going to show up because you're blocking it with that energy but if you open your heart if you go with the flow if you distract yourself with other things you'll notice that what you want is drawn into your reality a lot faster now I'm not a scientist. <laughs> um, I am studying metaphysical science right now, though, doing my doctorate degree. So one day in the near future, probably about two or three years, I will be Dr. Sarah, which is going to be super weird. 
but what I'm fascinated about is behavioral patterns. And so with this new idea and with my studies and seeing how I've been speaking about flow and resistance for the last few years, what I've seen is that the people that go with the flow more, they definitely attract to them at a higher more amplified frequency where the, as the people that second guess themselves and just kind of give up when it gets hard, they're the ones that tend to sabotage their success and don't end up manifesting what they want. I would love to run some kind of trial on this to, to document this uh, because it is such a fascinating topic. And I've seen this happen in various different ways in my own life and in the lives of my students, even in the lives of my children, where if they, resist what's the natural order and natural flow of things, they tend to get in their own way. Whereas when they are just immersed in the wonder and the magic of the present moment, then things tend to go a lot more smoothly for them. Can you relate to this? <laughs> it's definitely um, it's definitely worth taking inventory of to, to see the ways in which you get in your own way, whether it's doubt, whether it's fear, whether it's anxiety, and just trust the process as it's unfolding. Moving on to the next question, which is this, when you asked the universe to send a sign, do you always use the same sign? So signs could be, oh my gosh, I could talk about signs for probably 111 hours. <laughs> I could just talk about it for hours, hours and hours and hours. So the key thing to remember with signs is that it's about how you feel. It's not necessarily the sign itself. So when you ask the universe for a sign at the same time, simultaneously, you must be open to all possibilities because signs sometimes don't show up how we believe they should. And when you take a more literal approach to universal magic and mysticism, then it tends to backfire. So what I love to remind my students of in the Manifesting Academy, and if you're not a member of the Manifesting Academy, please check it out at manifestingacademy.com and join thousands upon thousands of other people from around the world where I share all of my best manifesting tips and secrets, right? Uh, and it's a there's a group, we chat about stuff, and I talk about all of the things to do with the law of attraction and universal law. It's really helpful. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> uh, the, the key thing to remember, if you are looking for a sign, ask the universe, be open to all possibilities and trust the signs as they show up. Because here's the thing that quite often happens. Someone will say, oh, I set a sign that I need to see a dragonfly as my sign that this guy at work likes me, right? And then for weeks, they don't see a dragonfly. And they're looking for the dragonfly. And yet at the same time, the guy at work has been looking at them and saying, hey, text me or let's go out for a drink sometime. But they're still fixated on, this, on the sign showing up. Let it go. The sign, and I'm being, you know, I'm being humorous about this. <laughs> it may not happen as literally as that. But just sometimes signs can show up in really interesting ways. For instance, and I'll give you a for instance here. Uh, Sean and I just finished, Sean's my husband. We just finished this program called 75 hard. Now, if you don't know anything about that program, it is a mental toughness challenge and it is extremely physically demanding. Uh, I go over all of that in the previous episode of manifest your best life called 75 hard, my story of transformation. So you can check that out. But we went out one day to do our, I think it was our second workout for the day. 
you got to do two workouts a day. And Sean and I went out together and it was a thunderstorm. It was so beautiful here in Las Vegas. And the rain was coming. It was super humid. And we were debating whether or not we should go back for a vacation to Sedona. Now, we love Sedona. I talk about it all the time here on the show and on my socials. Uh, I just love it. There's a magical energy there that really grounds me. But because we're going to be entering into a launch phase with our business soon with a brand new program, I can't tell you anything about it, but I will soon. I didn't know whether we could leave yet, but yet I really felt like I needed to perhaps finish the 75 hard program in Sedona. And just as Sean said, I, I asked for a sign earlier in the day and Sean said, Hmm, have you made a decision yet or have you got your sign about whether or not we should go to Sedona? And just as he said that, lightning cracked right above our heads out of nowhere. It seemed like the storm was way off in the distance and it was just boom right above us. And he was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. And we still think it's miraculous when we get, you know, instantaneous signs. But he said, if that's not a sign, I don't know what is. So sure enough, when he got home, he booked our favorite property in Sedona, which we absolutely love. And uh, we just came back from spending eight days there. Now, when I was there, and this is a bit of a long-winded story, but I'm getting to a point, I promise. When we were there, I was astounded by the amount of things that could represent signs. So there is a very sacred energy to the land in Sedona. I saw a rainbow that was flat for the first time. I've never seen that before. Rainbows have always been my sign. And seeing a rainbow or this beautiful gradient rainbow hue behind a cloud almost looked otherworldly. So that to me was definitely the universe speaking through the sky. I, uh, I experienced lots of synchronicities. Uh, for instance, when I went to see a psychic, I, I hadn't even booked in an appointment. I usually go randomly, um, you know, just to, you know, for, for whatever reason it was. I think it was I had half an hour or 40 minutes that I didn't have to look after the kids. And I'm like, okay, I'll go to this bookstore. And then I heard that a woman on the phone had canceled her reading. And so as soon as I heard that, I knew that that space was for me. So I booked it in and sure enough, it was just alignment. And then in Sedona, I saw hummingbirds and dragonflies and a coyote and butterflies and all of the things that represent my signs of alignment, whether it's uh, number, number signals or sequences like 111 or 12345 <laughs> or 116, which is, I believe, a message from my grandmother because she lived, her address was 116, I can't tell you the street, in New Zealand. <laughs> and so... It's amazing how the universe speaks to you. So to answer the question, no, if you ask the universe, you don't have to ask for the same sign all the time. You create the rules. Remember, it's your higher self in conjunction with the universe that's producing these results in your reality because you are the powerful manifester. Okay, so I have time for a couple more quick questions and that will be it. But this question is really powerful and very important. And is this, this is part one of the question, how do, how do I start feeling better and not give up? And the second part of the question is, how do you explain this time in history and how do we make peace within ourselves and with society? So this is such a powerful question. It is a very overwhelming time where we're experiencing unprecedented events 
And I still can't believe that we are all experiencing a global pandemic right now and that, you know, places like Australia are going through extreme lockdowns. I think my dad, my dad's going through, I think it's the sixth lockdown in 18 months. And he lives on his own in Melbourne. Uh, He has friends, of course, but he's not allowed to go and see them. Uh, He's allowed out of his house for an hour a day to exercise and to go and get groceries within a specific window. It is, I never ever thought that I would see this day where, you know, you have to uh, adapt to the ever-changing landscape of who, who knows what's going on right now, right? There are so many questions that need to be answered. Now, I'm not going to get into the uh, vaccine <laughs> vaccine debate, but I, what I will say is that there is so much division and polarization. And my job as a spiritual teacher is to remind people that when there is division, there is internal challenges, right? So you always want to view the world, view people around you through the lens of compassion and oneness even and especially if people hold a different view to you. And this has been so fascinating for me living in America for the last six years now and seeing the different, um, how do I put this? (laughs) I want to tread very carefully, the different perspectives that both political parties hold, right? There seems to be not very many middle paths to travel. It's either us or them, them or us. They're wrong. We're right. We're right. They're wrong. And I I have never been interested in politics before. I'm still not interested in politics. And I I will be exploring that more when I become an American citizen next year. But what I will say is the polarization and the divide and conquer agenda is at play right now. It's at play with health issues, uh, you know, between people making Um, choices for their own body versus just doing what they're told by the government and what they feel is right for their body and doing research and all of the different pieces of research and medicine and trials and all of the things, right? Like getting a vaccine where you can still get sick is scary because it's like, well, this isn't the Band-Aid solution we all wanted, right? We just wanted this thing to go away and for us to go back to normal. And I think part of the reason why some people feel stuck right now and feel anxious is because we're probably not going to be returning back to normal. There is no going back from this. There's, of course, happiness and future and hope to hold on to because that's always in the process of unfolding. But it's like having a bad accident and then going, oh, you know, let's just forget that it ever happened. You can't do that. We have to honor it, learn the lessons from it and move forward into an inspired and empowered space. So my perspective on this is to tune out the noise and to hold love in my heart because there's one thing for certain right now, this planet needs more love. So in the next few episodes, what I would love to do is hold and host a collective meditation for the healing of the planet so that the people that are suffering right now, and there are so many people suffering in many different ways, that we can come together as a community to meditate for peace, meditate for 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 empowerment, meditate for sovereignty, meditate for hope, 
Hope seems to be this word that has been jumping out at me a lot recently because I feel like we need more of it. We need to step aside from the division, the the difference between right and wrong, and we need to hold hope in our hearts and deliver it to other people, no matter what their political perspective is, no matter what their religious beliefs are or where they stand on the many, many different issues that people can fall on either sides of the fence on, right? And I'm not saying that um, it's not okay to be an activist and to be passionate about causes. Now, I'm not saying that at all. I just want to make that very clear. But what I am saying is that when you attach to the energy of wrongness, then part of you is pulled into that. It changes your vibration. And there is a way to be an activist with an open heart, with the greatest good and hope infused into the intention for profound change. Okay, so I hope that helps. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed this Q&A manifesting session today. And I hope that you found it helpful. So if you would be so kind as to either share it with a friend or take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram, tag me, of course, at Sarah Prout. I always love to hear from you guys and hear from the community that supports the Manifest Your Best Life podcast. It's always so great to spend this time with you. Lots of love and I will connect with you again very soon. Happy manifesting. 